What's up, y'all? You're listening to Husker Hop Radio. Listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. And if you're looking for more fun, head on over to Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter and follow us at Husker Hop Radio. All right, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 36 of the Husker Hype Radio podcast. Guys, I'm Eddie Rosenthal. Today, we're joined with Aaron Warsfold. Apparently, Erock's too busy cranking his shit. Cranking he can't get a hold of Erock. He's just beating his shit. He can't stop beating his shit, I guess. So, if you guys got Erock's number, go ahead, text Erock, tell him to stop beating his shit. Or should we just get out his number right here? We should we leak Erock's number? Yeah, we won't do that. We no, won't we won't do that. <laughs> but seriously, something's wrong with the kid. Straight to voicemail. Maybe he. Maybe I. He, I hope he's okay. Yeah. But you know what? We got a podcast to do, and as much as Erock is a help to it, we can do it without him. We did it for what 30, 20, 28 episodes without him. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Whatever. We don't need we don't need rock. We love him, but but God forbid. It's just sometimes when it's just Ed and Aaron and how it started. You know, it's it's good to have a change every now and then. It's good to come back. Yeah, it's good. It's good to get back to where we started from. Anyways, let's get right into it, folks. Today we will be reviewing and grading the 2023 Nebraska black shirt defense. A lot more exciting, I feel like. This one will be a lot more exciting than the last one because that offense, not too fucking good. That defense, however, holy shit, baby. Man, woman, and child, did that put him in the fucking aisle. I'm fucking pumped up about this one, Aaron. Honestly, just pumped myself up saying that shit. I forgot how fucking cold, how fucking stellar this defense was. I love it, Eddie. Bring the fucking energy. It's just like the defense. Like you said, it's going to be way better than the offense. I think we rated him a, a fucking D overall, so this will be a lot better. Ugh. Let's th- let's get into it. I'm ready, dude. Let's, let's fucking it. do it. Just just a couple of pre, pre-game, pre-grade notes first, folks. Some Husker news that is going on right now. Just announced today, ladies and gentlemen, Glenn Thomas. Glennethy Thomas is now the quarterback's coach slash co-offensive coordinator very interesting tidbit there at the end folks a lot of when this news got released a day ago it was that glenn thomas will come in as a quarterback's coach now the title co-offensive coordinator is on there and that kind of brings up some questions aaron what do you think about that my first thing is i don't know if uh, i don't know this guy from a hole in the wall um i'm worried because the steelers offense fucking sucked this year and yeah. he's an analyst for the Steelers. But another thing we always say, Eddie, and rule we trust, I'm fine with it. And we'll be good. I mean, let's think about this last year when we picked up Tony White. We go 3-3-5 defense in the Big Ten? I don't know. Well, that worked out pretty well. Um, he's hiring all these, he's hiring all these young guys, Rob Devoracek, linebackers coach. Who the fuck is he? Linebackers were pretty fucking good this year. So, um, like you said, Aaron, all we got to say is in rule, we trust. He did coach with rule previously at Baylor and Temple, uh, offensive coordinator at ASU for a little bit of a stint. And I think, um, 2012 to 2014 or 16, he was, um, part of the Falcons offense, either quarterback coach or some sort of analyst role. Um, that's when they had Matt Ryan. 
So, I mean, we'll I'll, I'll tell goes. you what, if I, if I'm Marcus Satterfield, I'm a little worried about it because I, I that makes me feel like my roles diminish a little bit and you're getting paid that much. And if you don't produce, you're getting paid that much, man, you're, you're on the hot seat. I hate to say it. It's the, the next season hasn't started yet, but it, it's, that's why I, that's why I think. Right. You're kind of bringing in what rule was last year, offensive coordinator and quarterback coach and basically replacing him. Um, Satterfield's going to be coaching the tight ends now. So probably bringing Josh Martin back to an analyst role. But like you said, Aaron, I, it is going to be a little, a little interesting in how the play calling goes. Who's going to call mm-hmm. the plays. Is it going to be Satterfield or the new guy, Martin? Um, Very interesting. And Pretty much, I mean, with Dylan Raiola coming in and Daniel Kalen, you want a guy who can develop these guys. They got the talent, but they need to be able to have a good quarterback coach behind him. So hopefully Matt Rule, this is another one of those tricks up his sleeve, and he shows the nation why Glenn Thomas was the right hire for Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, no, and let's talk a little bit about Dana Holgerson. There was kind of some rumors he was at Nash Hutmacher's wrestling match, and a lot of people thought that he might be the guy that Rule brought in. Um, but people are kind of saying with his contract at Houston that if he gets a new job as a coach, that his he, his salaries his uh, salaries offsets so they don't have to pay him as much as they would if he didn't have a job. Right. So it would be if he still does come more as an analyst role. We'll see. But um, we had a little text chain going on, E-Rock, Aaron, and I. Um, and E-Rock said, I don't know, too many. You don't want too many head chefs in the kitchen. Yeah. So if we got three guys who have, you know, both ran offenses, that might be a little much. And I I, I almost doubt it now that Dana's going to be coming in. Yeah, I feel like it could have been one of those things where both the guys came to Lincoln and met with Rule or whatever. And then, like, just turned out that Dana's like, all right, never mind. Right, yeah, or Dana's like, you know or what? whatever Dude, happened, I'm happened. Getting, I'm getting a check every month from Houston. Why do I need to fucking coach? I can just sit back and bore a bore with my wife and bang her on the sand. I don't need to be fucking in Lincoln, Nebraska, you yeah. know? It, it, yeah, no, I agree completely. And a guy that's been a head coach a few different places, it'd be interesting to see him take an analyst job compared to this Glenn right. Thomas fellow kind of has been like a – journeyman of sorts a lot of different hats at a lot of different places so we can kind of plug and play um and not like go for like a like a, a full-time oc or a coordinator or head coach yeah and holgerson's like not an old guy either like he's not like mark whipple age to where you right. know he, like he's he's relatively probably around the same age as rule so yeah we'll see with that um what else? We got the Polynesian Bowl coming up this Sunday. Three players in that. We got Dylan Raiola, Carter Nelson, and Preston Tam Tamau Tamu, uh, Hawaiian guy, number one uh player in the state of Hawaii, going to the big red. Let's rebuild that Hawaiian pipeline to Nebraska. You want those big Samoan dudes on the line. Um, go big red. Go big red. Is there, are you sure it's on Sunday? Oh, it's on Friday the 19th. I'm going to be watching that. That's Hawaii time, 4 p.m. Okay. I don't, so, I don't know what time that is, my time. So, four, like, dude, four p. it's probably like 10 a.m. maybe. I don't fucking know. Wait. I forget. No, they'd be, we'd be in front of them. If it's 4 p.m. there, it's like 10 p.m. here. True. 
Interesting. It's on the NFL Network. I know that. Um, should we get into it? I'm ready when you are. Oh, well, actually, hey, pro big red, Trey Palmer woke up pissed off. Levante David, two Huskers playing for the Bucks. I, I think that's my sleeper team for the NFL. That's my two cents right there. Dude, I would love to see Baker hoist up a yeah. fucking Super Bowl trophy, dude. Because he's one of us. Baker is one of us. Yes. You know, he drinks beers after the game, fucking parties hard, goes out, wins a Super Bowl. Well, he's married to a woman from Omaha, and he comes here for holidays, so he might as well be in a Nebraska himself, damn it. Yeah, he's he's uh, what's an honorary Husker. Yes. He's an honorary Husker, even though he played for the fucking Sooners. One more thing we got to talk about before we get into this defense. Casey Thompson, folks, commits to Oklahoma. That was a, a shocker. Man. Who the fuck has played? Nobody ever in the history has played for Nebraska, <laughs> Oklahoma, and Texas. That's a weird. That was weird when I saw that. That was really weird Me when I too, saw that, man. And is he gonna? Is he gonna start? Is like, is he gonna fight for the starting job, which he could have done at Nebraska last year? Like that's what I kind of seem that it is. I feel like he's not guaranteed a starting spot at Oklahoma. You know, I don't know, Dylan Gabriel. I have no idea what's going on in Oklahoma either. But like when I just saw Casey Thompson to Oklahoma, I thought it was one of those like ball sack sports reports. Right. Well, well, Dylan Gabriel transferred to Oregon. Right. So, like, who's so, left at Oklahoma? Is the ba- they got the General Booty? Is. They got General okay. Booty. Okay. And but he's been there for a couple of years. I feel like if he was a starter by now, he'd be the fucking guy. So they're bringing in yeah. at least competition for buddy. But dude, yeah, just and also just like in today's day and age, would be the only time that happens where you start at Texas and then go play for their two pot like arguably the biggest rivals in history right Nebraska and Oklahoma right it's just fucking weird to me dude and I, I don't know like <sighs> oh and actually one one more thing we because we definitely didn't I don't think we talked about this last week with Nick Saban retiring we talked about him retiring right but we didn't talk Probably. about Kayla, we didn't talk about Kalen DeBoer getting the job so that means the Arizona coach is going to Washington, Washington. the Washington coach is going to uh, Alabama, and then Chubba Purdy transferred to San Jose State, and the San Jose State coach is going to, Air- Arizona. to Arizona. So Chubba's without a coach. Dude, and did you see, you know Roll Tide Willie, folks. If you don't know Roll Tide Willie, you gotta go on Roll Tide Willie Instagram. It's a three-part series of Willie being devastated, and I feel so bad for him, but it's the funniest shit that I've seen in a while, dude. I don't know, dude. Roll Tide Willie just is a different cat, dude. If if we're Husker hype, Roll Tide Willie is fucking Alabama. In I like, I'd love to meet him, dude. I think he'd be great on the pod. Drink a beer with Roll Tide Willie. Yeah, get drunk with Willie and rate a couple of beers. Um, all right, let's get into it. The twenty twenty three black shirt, black shirt. Black shirt defense. Ha 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 ha. We're coming for you. <laughs> All right. Aaron, a couple of stats. Go ahead, start us off with what we got. And then we'll, then I think we'll go ahead and head into position by position, grade them yeah. MVPs for each position, and then an overall grade. Okay. I mean, you got to set the tone with just saying that this, this, Team and I didn't know this until I was doing this more research. Is that we were ranked overall in total defense, number eleven in the nation. Boom, bitch. 
almost a top 10 defense in the nation. And then, I mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself to talk about next year because we're talking about 2023 year, but that just puts a smile on my fucking face, dude. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. That's 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 room for improvement. We're not the best right. yet, but hey, we're only 10 spots away from number one. And and then obviously, like from my perspective, and we talked about it all year, the, the highlight of the defense was the rush defense, 92 rush yards allowed. That's third in the Big Ten. I didn't see what that was in the nation. And then our past defense was kind of suspect at times, 210 yes. per game. Yes, I agree with that. Um, a, ver- a stat that I liked a lot was 18.3 yes. points allowed a game, fifth yes. in the Big Ten, 17th in the nation. Aaron, I feel like y- you you say, hey, this team that played against Nebraska put up 18 points. So if you're, if you're fucking sane, you go, oh, so Nebraska won, right? You go, no, they didn't. No, we lost by a field goal. We lost 13 to 10 by a field goal. We lost in overtime. Our offense turned the ball over five fucking times. 18.3 points a game is more than enough to fucking win a football game. Your defense is doing their job there is what I take away from that. Yeah. And if you throw away the Michigan loss, don't throw it away. I mean, they're the national champions. They scored 45. Everybody else scored 17 or less. Nobody else scored 20 or higher. Right. That's a little outlier there. That's that yeah. would be something that you do in fifth grade math class. You see yep. that score and you go, maybe take it out of the out of the average, you know. I agree. Um, so we got 32 sacks, fourth and big ten. I like that number. Mm-hmm. I like that number. That's a good number. Um 14 turnovers. There's kind of something that I think maybe the biggest thing that the defense needs to improve on for next year. We touched on this, I think maybe two or three weeks ago is get more turnovers, turn the ball over more, give our offense better field position um, for those bozos on the other side who, you know, like to turn it over a lot. I love those guys, but they were being a little bit of a bozos last year. Mm-hmm. Hopefully next year, it's not going to matter because Dylan Riola is going to fucking come out touchback score it every single drive which is what i envisioned in my head anyways defense you're better if you have more turnovers yeah i think you're like a top like eight seven team if you have five more turnovers right at right. least you yeah. know five fumbles recovered nine interceptions nine interceptions isn't too bad no. I, I think an interception every game is is good. We played 12 games this year, so not horrible. I think we had a couple in two games. Um but uh zero pick sixes. And that's something that I'd like to see. That I mean a pick six, dude, that that really gets you going, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean uh, uh as you guys know, familiar with the broadcast, a Husker touchdown is a fireball shot. Um anything maybe like an interception or a Something on the defense is a spear shotgun. So you combine those two interception and a touchdown. That's a shotgun and a fireball shot. And that's just a lot more electric than one of them. So I just hope that we get more shotgun fireball shots next year. Did we get any points on defense this year? I don't think we did, Eddie. I mean, the Quint. If we want to count special teams, Quentin Newsom, uh, his his uh, return after the yeah, block field goal. But we're not going to kill. But just straight up defense, no, I don't think we did. And we only had one special teams touchdown, which is the one you're referring to. Or... 
no, and no, no scooping scores that I nope. can remember off the top of my head. Yeah, we did it, man. Yeah, I was trying and to that, find a stat. I didn't find it, so I think it's a zero. Yeah, it's zero. Um, So, I mean, ranked number 11th in total defense, LFG. Any other stats that really uh, – that you like a lot? Resignate. No, those are the main ones overall. Maybe as we get into some players here, but no, over, overall, that's that's probably all I got for now. Okay. Um, let's start with the D line, baby. Defensive line for the 2023 Nebraska black shirts, led by Terrence Hot Roast Knighton. Folks, Terrence Knighton played at Temple for Matt Rule, went on to go in the NFL, have a great career, won a Super Bowl with the Broncos, coached with Matt Rule at the Carolina Panthers. Now he landed his first season at Nebraska along with Coach Rule. What a fucking unit this these boys were this season, baby. Fire me up. Fire me the fuck up. Holy shit. Tons of players on there, man. Probably the big two. The 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 guys in the valley. Polar Bear, Nash Huttmacher, P Rob, Ty Robinson. Those guys held it down at the nose guard position. Um, a ton of other players, too, man. James Williams came in, made an impact. Only played four games, so he redshirted that last season. Any any names that you liked a lot? I like Ken Winhart, young dude coming in. Um, Elijah Judy Princewell. I mean, like you said, this this unit. <clears throat> I think they exceeded expectations this year. Yes, yes. I mean this this was. I don't know if I want to say the best unit out of the linebackers, defensive backs, and D line, but they they weren't the, they weren't the least best. That's true. That. And I feel like just like the uh, did we mention the yeah thirty two sacks, fourth in the Big Ten, seventy six tackles for loss. That's twenty eighth in the nation, and a lot of those are going to come from those dudes for the most part. And and here's the thing, dude. Every guy on that line, nobody's fucking gone. T. Rob, he said, "I'm coming back. I'm hungry. I want some." Give me some. Nash, he's coming back. He's wrestling right now, but he's coming back. And then we got Cam Lenhart, true freshman this year. Prince Will, true freshman this year. Elijah Judy, Texas A&M transfer. He's going to be a dog. Riley Van Poppel, true freshman, but he redshirted. So he's got four more years, dude. It's fucking insane. Like, this, this is a young line along with the rest of the fucking defense. The future is bright, man. Great. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you give this? What do you What's the grade? Damn, brother. Uh, I I think I'm gonna get like a I, I I'm stuck, dude. Because I this this one feels like a big range for me. I feel like I think B B. Yeah, I was gonna say like I'm between like a B and a B plus probably. I like B. Um, I think just because you know we we gotta strive for greatness. And we got to get those. We got to sack the quarterback a little more. I feel like there was a couple of games. Maybe it might have been the offensive game plan that didn't help too much. But sacks, there was times where we had five, six sacks in a game. And then other times where we had zero, zero, maybe one. Against bad, worse teams. Yeah, you're right. Right. So I feel like these guys, they're going to be more hungry next year and be dogs and room for improvement. You know, just like mm-hmm. we're being the 11th best team in the nation and on defense. Let's improve on that D line and be better next year. Mm-hmm. 
Um, all right. Defensive backs. Let's move there. Led by assistant coach Evan Cooper, another guy who played at Temple with or played for played at Temple for Matt Rule. Um, not a actually he does have a lot of coaching experience. I think he's been coaching for over a decade now, but I'm not too good on his resume. Um, this is the position where the leading tackler came from Isaac Gifford, 86 total tackles behind him was uh Javen Wright, but we have him listed as a linebacker. Um, guys, DBs, like I was saying earlier, Aaron, we're the 11th best defense in the nation, but one needs to improve the most, it's going to be the defensive backs. Yeah. Yeah, we alluded to that when we were talking about the pass, the pass defense earlier. And I think, it, I mean, we, we're kind of a broken record here, but for those joining Husker Hype Radio, it was always just those weird times when they'd find random pockets where it felt like we were, were not having great coverage or we're playing like a weird zone and they're just like finding, finding space between the defenders. Right, and I felt like broadcasting a lot. I mean, I'm not the coach. I'm not the defensive coordinator, so I don't know. But they were giving guys a lot of space a lot of times, and I don't know if that was something that they were doing on purpose, but I feel like if if we got some dogs back there, I mean, Tommy Hill graded one of the highest in pro football focus, top 10 defensive back grade. He's a dog, dude, so he can lock anybody down, and he's proven that. So I, I, just, I just wonder – why we're we're not pressing as much um and again here only one guy gone from this defensive back unit quentin newsome so oh and phelan sanford as well yeah. but he kind of came in late for deshaun singleton after an injury but deshaun is back marquise buford's back and his brother's going to be back his brother's going to be here the buford bros beaver bros and then we got tommy hill and blyle hill you already know boy isaac gifford Let's go. And, and uh, a Boodle, brother. Boodle, too. Yeah. Let's go, bro. Evan Cooper, defensive backs. These boys are going to get it. They're going to make more interceptions next year. I want to see fucking six fucking pick six. Aaron, who you fucking think is going to get the most pick six next year? Because I know we're not just going to have one. We're going to have multiple. Who has the most pick six next year? I think you got to say Tommy Hill. Proven track record. Nose for the ball. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Marquise. Marquise gonna be no, that's crazy a good one. next year, bro. He's I fucking Marquise, back. God damn, Mar- he seems yes. like he's been around forever. He, you know, he's ever since he came back from injury, dude. He was playing lights out. That's a good one there. Yeah, and and let's not forget about Deshaun Singleton either coming back and playing safety. I mean, he he was really good at run defense. He came down there and laid the hammer a few times playing run defense. And Gifford, I mean, leading tackler, 86. You know, that dude can go downhill as well. He's like he's like a little Nathan Gary. He reminds you of Nathan Gary a little bit. See, that's a guy that probably won't get, like, the pick, but he's a dude that's going to muck it up and hopefully get, like, a fumble, a couple fumbles, forced fumbles this year. Yeah, yeah. The the boys the boys are going to be hitting hard on the, on the secondary. I already know it. Uh, grade for this year, 2023, defensive backs led by Coach Evan Cooper. Is a C minus too steep? Is a C minus too steep? The first thing I'm I not going to give him a D. No, the no, no, no. The I think, I think I, 
I'd go C or C plus C minus is, is, is steep. And I mean, if we look at, I think my reasoning for that is when you look at like a beautiful woman and then she's got a mole on her face and you're like, damn, if you didn't have that mole on your face, you'd be really cute girl. That's how I feel with the DBs. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They do. They do just got that one little flaw where it's like, fuck. Yeah. You guys were damn good, but you fucked up a couple of times and I can't forget about that. You know? Yeah. Like you did. Like, yeah. It's, it's that Austin Powers. Mo. <laughs> Mo. Mole, mole. You can't, you can't, it, you just can't get it out of your head. Yeah. It's a very good analogy, Aaron. They, the, the defensive backs had a mole this year that we couldn't look past. So with that, we're going to give them a C. Oh, oh yeah. C's good. I like C. So B for the defensive line, C for the defensive backs. And let's go to the final position here, folks, of the linebackers led by coach Rob Dvoracek. Is this a you and I guy? Am I not mistaken? Oh, I'll look it up while you. I think, while you I think your boy's a U and I guy, man. I think he's a Panther, dude. This that that name though, he just looks like a dude that used to wear just a fucking neck brace, one of those neck pads, and just crush yeah. some guys. He, he hit him hard, and I'll tell you what, he's smart too. Um, folks, this year Nebraska linebackers overall scored the third highest grade among 151 FBS teams. We're the third best linebacker core in the fucking nation. We are the third best linebacker core in the nation. And Rob Dvoracek, he's a young guy. This is the guy that if Tony White leaves for a head coaching job, I could very well see him taking the defensive coordinator spot. Rob Dvoracek, ladies and gentlemen, remember the name. I didn't know that we were the third highest grading for, for linebacking groups. That's pretty badass. Very badass. And, and I mean, like, I hate to say it, Reimer, Heinrich, those guys are gone. They're the probably the, they're the heart and soul of the defense. I would say a lot of the yeah. specials were on them. They were kind of probably the focal points or captains, or whatever you want to call it. What I'm interested He's to got see. the second biggest nose on the team, man. It better be a linebacker because we're going to miss that snout that Reimer had, you know? Fucking Lois Griffin knows her on her ass. Boy, I had a fucking honker. He'll, he'll find that football even if it's in between a pile of 12 stinky men. <laughs> yeah, we'll miss Reimer, man. Nick Heinrich, he's gone as well. Um, The guy we forgot to mention, Aaron, I just saw you. Uh, Omar Brown, he's going to be gone too. Omar yeah. Brown is. Yeah, I thought he was gone. So he he was a you and I boy. Defensive back is was Dvorak. Did you did you see no, that? No, he went to Temple. He didn't. He didn't coach you and I either. So so Matt Rule just has trust in his former players, man. He said and yeah, and put him on. Makes sense because this young coach. I already said it. I'm not going to say it again. Um, but yeah, this linebacker core very good. Rotated a lot of guys in there. Um, John Bullock stepped in a lot when both Reimer and Heinrich were gone. Didn't really see a difference of play when, J when JB came in, he's a dog Omaha guy. Um, Javen Wright, mm -hmm. you know, what's really interesting is that he's, he has the number two tackles on the team mm -hmm. with 51 and I, Javen Wright, I know he's a good player two interception as well, but 
he's kind of a dark horse almost where he just is in on a lot of tackles, huh? Yeah, I was going to say that. I feel like he's kind of an unsung hero kind of guy that gets lost amongst the, the noise. Yeah. So Javen Wright, he's a he's a big name to look out for. Um, MJ Sherman. I want to hear transfer. more. I want to hear more out of him this coming up here. Yeah, I I do too. I think well, and then also kind of there's a couple of guys that intersected in between the D line and the linebackers. Like we had Prince Well who played off the line and on as well. Chief Borders did the same. Um, Blaze Gunnerson too. So, I mean, there's there's just so many dogs on this team. And from this linebacker core, only two guys gone out of all the names I just listed. Jamari motherfucking Butler, team sack leader, five and a half. I think he's a sophomore, maybe a junior next year. I don't even know, bro, but it's sick. And then did we just get a – we got Stephon Thompson next year too, Syracuse guy, who's going to yeah, be yeah. joining this linebacking core. A lot of experience. Um, dude, Jamari Butler, just... sophomore out of Mobile, Alabama. Okay. Okay. So Jamari's got two more years with us, dude. Let's go. Let's freaking go. Um, but yeah, these guys are all dogs. Um, what do you guys say, Aaron? Great. I mean, fuck, they're the number three core in the nation kind of speaks for itself i feel like i gotta give him an a that might seem high i could maybe get persuaded for an a minus but i'm not going below an a minus you're not going below an a minus i think number three scored a 90 on the test number three on the nation you think they scored a 90 on the test i mean that's that's high percentile number three in the nation eddie but Aaron, Aaron, I think it it comes back to the to, to turnovers. That's the mole on the cheek for Nebraska oh. is the turnovers. And if you're a fucking big, if you're a linebacking core dude, you're gonna be rolling up with no neck up to the line, or you're gonna well, be coming eight well, yards this, back. This linebacker fucking... team has two of the sack leaders and the number two interception person. I mean, they're fucking getting there. They got nose in the ball. They're creating turnovers. I mean, yeah, we got nose in the ball, but we're not creating turnovers, man. Five, five. This group is, though, if I'm saying just the linebackers, I'm giving the – okay, now, now I feel like I got an A-, minus, but I'm not going below an A-. minus. I'm going to go – I'm going to go B, B+. Plus. High B. You think that the – they did they play better or the same as the D-line? I think those two went hand-in-hand, hand and they, they, they played the same. I think that they played the same. I, I'm going to give the linebackers a B solely because of the reason that creating turnovers is so fucking important. And it's something that this defense really needs to work on, man. And I want to see, I want to see fucking Jamari Butler just coming from behind on a, on a USC's. We'll see this shit live. Just coming up here, boom, uppercutting the ball out of his fucking hand. <laughs> fucking MJ Sherman coming up from up top. Boom. Ripping the ball like a fucking bear rips uh, trout out of the water, dude. All right, we'll average to a B plus. We'll meet in the middle, B plus with linebackers. I want to see fucking Chief Borders bite off a dude's fucking finger <laughs> to get the football, dude. I want to see Belanges on the field. I want to see John Bullock snap somebody's fucking neck after the play, not even no. while it was going on. All right, after the play, All I want right. to see this linebacker court dirty as fuck, man. I want to see it. I want I want them to shed blood on their opponent. 
soldiers shed lifeblood on their blade. They need to be highwaymen. I love it. Let's move on to special teams. We got seven minutes left here. Alvano, 100% on extra points, 60% from field goals. Wait, wait, wait. Very quick. Overall defensive grade. Very quick. Oh, yeah. Tony White's first well, year. We gave, up, we gave him a B, a B plus, and a C. Uh, so I, I think that average is out to a B minus. B, B minus, yeah. B, B minus. Tony White, thank you for being a Husker. Um, yeah. Thank you for not going to USC or... I mean, a B minus sounds low. I think a B, B. I I'll think say B. 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 Like B's B. good. B's good. B's good. Okay, now, folks, really quick here on to special teams. Even though it's a third of the of the game, I know that, but really, it's special teams. Who gives a fuck about it? It's not that fun to talk about. We're Husker hype. We're trying to be hype. And special teams, honestly, like the offense, wasn't that fucking hype this year, dude. Yeah, no. Aaron, go ahead. Kicking. Alvano, 100% for extra points, 27 for 27. He was 9 of 15 on field goals. Pretty dumb uh, shit. The, the part of the field that he struggled the most in was 40 yards to 49 yards. He was 2 for 7 there. So that's five misses of his of his six right there. Dude, if you're a Nebraska football kicker, you got to be able to make those kicks. You know, and, and I think that's what Matt Rule kind of thinks too, is that he's a true freshman. But that doesn't matter. Matt Rule gave him all this faith last year, and mm-hmm. Alvana goes in there and just absolutely fucking shanks him. Yeah, and, uh, I and, will say the the long of fifty five that shows promise. Hopefully, he can just stack wins this off season and come back better next year. Yep, and and kicking the game is you know eighty percent mental. I'd say kicking dude is ninety nine percent mental for for the kicker, bro. Yeah, you know. It is it is that that's the thing that you got to get past the most. And if you fuck up and you get that in your head for the rest of the season, over forty five yards, whatever, uh-huh. it's going to be hard to recover from that. So, um, Alvano, what's great, Alvano? What do you grade him? I'd grade him as a a D plus. I'll agree with whatever you say. Fun stats, quick. We had four block kicks. That's number three in the nation. Four block kicks. And honestly, two of those came against Iowa, and those helped us stay in the game, and we still shit our pants. And you know, you know why, you know why those block kicks happen, right? Section sixteen. Because your boys up in, because your boys up in sixteen B, <laughs> fucking were yelling block that kick, and we had the whole row all the way down yelling that shit. You probably heard it on Fox if you guys were listening. Um, that was so lit. That was so I can't lit. We lost. I know. That's a good memory that will hold forever. Yeah, I won't forget that one ever. Um, punt block kick. That's very good. Punting. This is an interesting one. Kind of like Alvano, Bushini was either on or very, very, very off, you know? Yeah, um, and he was more disappointing just because of the season he had prior. I think he right. was all Big Ten, wasn't he, if I don't – if right. I'm not he mistaken. He had a very good season last yeah. year. Like, just I, I don't think any punt was bad last year for Bushini. And, and this year he had a couple of questionable ones. Um, Just like – you know, Alvano, dude, I hope that is he's coming back, right? Alvano, yeah. Alvano's on scholarship. Bushini. I feel like he, Bushini. Uh, I think Bushini was a senior this year. I think – I don't know. Um, But anyways, yeah, look that up, please. But I haven't heard of, about us taking anybody else. Oh, Bushini's a fucking junior, dude. He's back for one more year, bro. Oh, he's back, baby. Sick. All right, we're team Bushini, Sick. baby. Let's ride that Bushini trade. We're I'm riding the Alvano trade, too. Uh, we just got a kicker, dude. This is kind of a badass name. He's not a Nebraska native, but his name is Nico Otomanelli. 
He's an oh. Italian boy from New York. He's, Nico Altaminelli. He, he's not from Nebraska. That sounds like a Nebraska name. <laughs> it kind of does a little bit, yeah. <laughs> no, it does. It sounds like if someone's from like fucking Italy. He is. He's Italian. Yeah. Altaminelli. Nico um, Altaminelli for three. This we one stat that blew my mind. We punted for 196 yards a game, dude. That's 40 yards per punt. But is that good or are we punting too much? That's part we're punting too much. Yeah, we're punting too much, I think. Like that's kind of the thing with special teams. You gotta gotta decipher is do we want to be on the field that much to where we have this much fucking shit or not, you know? So we average four point eight punts a game. I mean, if we only have like the ball how many times you have the ball game? Eight to ten, right. maybe eight right. to twelve max. Right. That means like half the time you have the ball, you're for sure punting. You're not scoring any points. We only average 18 points on offense, but we talked about that last week. Right. Definitely lower in Big Ten, too, is those possessions. Very possessions are key, and you don't want to run mm-hmm. them away. Um, and, all right. And... Returns here, folks. We punted uh or no punt returns. We had 16 returns on the season. 48 yards in total. Dude. 48 fucking yards in total. Average of three punt return yards. 121st in the nation. That's, that's bad. That's that's damn near last in the nation. I think that's last in the nation on the NCAA list that I looked at. That's dead last in the nation. And we got to figure that out, man. I, I mean, Billy Kemp was there in there last year, and we even had him in when he was fucking injured. So we weren't even really trying to return it. But, and even if we had other people try to go in there when Kemp was hurt or whatever was happening, we still had a couple muff punts put us in we shitty situations. We had one in the Iowa game, right? Yeah. There was yeah. a couple of times. Yeah, Iowa got the ball at like the, inside the 15-yard line. Luckily, our defense stopped them. But, yeah. what, I mean, like – and then that just sucks for our offense because we're starting. I would love to see what our average starting yard was, and maybe we'll find that for next week. But it, I'm sure it was something terrible. Yeah, dude, and just think, like you said, the defense saved us. If we didn't have a stellar defense and shit like that happened a lot this year, would have looked a lot worse on paper than it does, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's still 121st in the nation. Our opponent averaged 144, or sorry, we averaged, they averaged 7.58 yards of return. So not anything crazy, but not amazing. What do you you rate Bushini in our special teams here? Bushini, I mean, I'd rate him probably uh, C minus to D. Yeah, and then like our with our returns and stuff. I mean, honestly, our our special teams overall is like a D, dude. Yeah, just not good. Just not good. One more thing though, kickoffs we averaged eighteen point one nine yards a kickoff, forty two in the nation. That's not horrible. We had some sparks of life. Ramir Johnson had a couple back early in the season, but. We need more on that. And then 23.93 average, number 14 in the nation for kickoffs that we kicked to them. That's pretty fucking good. Kickoff return, good. Um, so overall, Aaron, what do you give the special teams? I what mean, like, I, B? I feel like B. I feel like everything we yeah. just said was D. So it's like, <laughs> I'm not going to fucking switch now. Yeah. yeah. Well, folks. Episode 36 of the Huskerite Radio Podcast. I got a freaking pee. Me too. So we're out of here. As always, bleed red, shit corn. Go, Go big, big red. Red. Ah! Ah!